0: You're listening to Mesearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives.
1: In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do.
0: Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Hi, Dustin.
1: Hi, Crystal. Hey, everybody. Hey,
0: everybody. Hey, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Very Thanksgiving. good. Happy Almost. Thanksgiving. Almost. Yeah. yeah.
1: We will be, um when this episode airs, it'll be Thanksgiving week.
0: Yeah. So yeah. enjoy it. I hope you all... Uh, get time off, and uh, enjoy the weekend, or the long weekend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, I hope you ponder these next, next questions that we're going to ask one another. Yes. Uh,
1: so this episode, we've got a few discussion questions.
0: Yes. Uh, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So my question for you, Boo, is mm-hmm. one. Whose land do
1: you live on? I currently reside on Tongva land.
0: Ah, yes. What about you? I, too, reside on Tongva land. We are Mm -hmm. guests here, and, um... I want to... Ooh, I'm hungry. Can you hear my stomach rumbling? Yeah, I heard that. You know, that's appropriate for a Thanksgiving (laughs) episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad that we can acknowledge that we are guests on their land because um, they were here first. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So on that note, how are you decolonizing note, Thanksgiving this year? <laughs> you know, that's a
1: deep ass question, yeah. deep ass question that requires deep ass thought and answers. Um, I think to decolonize the mind, I think maybe we should step back and maybe like reflect on what that means to decolonize the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding of decolonizing the mind is really about being critical in your beliefs and attitudes about what is superior culture or, like, Uh default culture. And I think just pausing to, like, listen back to these episodes is helpful Uh um, because oftentimes in the culture that we live in, it's very, like, hustle culture, move very fast, like, just autopilot. And sometimes Uh we don't stop and think – of, like, why are we doing things the way that we're doing them? Why do we believe that one way is the better way? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, why are we celebrating Thanksgiving? A lot of people just, like, take it to be, like, this is a, a celebration of family, of togetherness and whatnot. But um, one way to decolonize the mind during Thanksgiving is maybe, like, doing some research mm-hmm. on, like, what is the background of this holiday? Who is it... Uh, Who is it uplifting and who is it oppressing? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is what I can do and what I will do um, this Thanksgiving season. Awesome. I'm going to be in a Wikipedia hole (laughs) and learn more about Thanksgiving.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I love that because um, our indigenous siblings are portrayed in a very specific light when we look at old archaic, white-centered Thanksgiving photos. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, depictions. Um, And guess what, y'all? That wasn't the full story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) honestly, like, America is a very young country. Yeah. Like, what we think of to be as ancient history in America was really not that
0: long ago. No. No, it wasn't. So, I, I love that, and I hope... I hope that uh, Dustin's actions encourage you to do the same or similar. Look mm-hmm. up, look up what happened <laughs> and why it <sighs> happened. Mm-hmm. And, yes, who is it oppressing who who is this <laughs> who is this holiday oppressing, and who is it uplifting because yeah, I think we often don't think about that and we just get excited about the food and all the decorations and what we've been taught and blah blah blah, let's make our finger turkeys, our hand turkeys, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's so much beyond the surface, and I yeah. think the indigenous community deserves um our attention
1: yeah you know what this <laughs> reminds me of mm-hmm. is in preschool we had like dressed up
0: oh my god
1: yes and it was a very like cartoony storytelling production yes of like how the pilgrims came to america mm-hmm. and basically like civilized an entire population. I mean, like, as children, we don't really get that deep, but, I mean, that's enough to, like, plant a seed.
0: Oh, for um, sure.
1: As far as, like, you know, telling a narrative of, like, who is superior.
0: Yep. And, you know, I, (laughs) Uh, in preschool, there's a video of me doing this, and, um, yuck, uh, because we had, like, a Thanksgiving kind of program or whatever at my I was at a Lutheran preschool Mm. and they dressed me up in so-called Indian garb (laughs) and they taught me to do a very racist uh, Indian chant oh my gosh yes I feel like a
1: lot of people probably did something similar Mm -hmm. as children um like it's the education system is i mean it still has a lot of work to do but like we were doing some pretty crazy things yes in in school yeah (laughs) back in the day
0: and you know that makes me think about the recent uh situation in riverside
1: oh my gosh yeah what the hell what the, do you hell? want to elaborate a little bit on yes. the situation that you're referring to, Crystal? Yes,
0: yes. So, um, in jo- at John W. North High School in Riverside, in a math class, mind you, mm-hmm. a math class, um, the instructor decided that it would be a great lesson somehow to, um, uh, kind of mock indigenous people's clothing and headdress and um traditions in a very uncalled and disrespectful way in her math class. And mm. an indigenous student recorded it. And you can see that a lot of the students were very uncomfortable because it was clearly very racist. Yeah. Um, you It can... was
1: several minutes long, several yes. minutes of that. Yes. That's completely unnecessary to teach a math concept. Yeah. She was teaching, do you remember what she was teaching?
0: No, I don't. Do you Do you remember?
1: Yeah, it was Sokotoa. Does that sound familiar to you?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my See, like,
1: we took math in high school, and in middle school, we learned, like, concepts like Sokotoa, sign mm-hmm. over hypotenuse. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I don't 100% remember, like, what that means like I don't remember how to do the math per se. Uh-huh. But like I remember what that stands for. There's no need to like jump up and down and pretend to be an indis- an indigenous native person, right? Yeah. To get people to to learn and remember the sound Sokotoa. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. completely unnecessary. There's was, be- there were better ways.
0: Yeah, <laughs> better like ways I, I, I looked up, okay, her name is Candace Reed because I have no shame in sharing her name because she's awful and she should not be a teacher. Candace Reed, I'm looking at her, <laughs> it's just like ridiculous headdress her ridiculous actions like what the hell is she even freaking doing I I wanted to see if there was news about uh, her current situation because Riverside uh, Unified School District only um, (laughs) they only reprimanded her with paid leave oh yeah please go take a vacation oh my god
1: Granted, though, like, when any organization decides to fire somebody very high profile, I'm sure they're trying to protect themselves and they're going through, like, the proper procedures. Okay. So, my sense is they probably will be letting this person go or, like, doing some sort of, um, like, reprimanding them, but they're going through, like, the official protocol to do so so that it doesn't fall back on them for like moving too quickly
0: but okay but also it's so clear and also (laughs) yeah um, yeah and also it's like so many different organizations that are more high profile and super in the public's eye for example like if you are in sports if you are like Mm -hmm. you know if you are in any kind of Limelight, or if you're in the entertainment industry, if you are doing blatantly racist shit, you're going to get fired, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So
0: I don't, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, It's just, you know, like it, it really makes me question also again, what are current teachers learning or what Mm -hmm. did they learn how are we implementing standards for our teachers to make sure that they're not fucking racist you know yeah yeah so i don't anyway we made calls that day and i hope that more serious action is taken i don't
1: so i'm looking up i'm trying to look up like if there's any other news about this person Mm -hmm. or or about the district and i can't see that there are any updates which is unfortunate because i feel like that happened a few weeks ago already
0: yes I i would
1: assume that there would be more information
0: yeah and i think you know something that we can um, keep ourselves accountable for. And I know that I can, of course, also do this for myself when you're fighting for a cause or if you're like trying to advocate for a specific issue and, and you took certain actions and if there's a specific event that um, called for action. Uh, make sure that you're following up and making sure that what you're asking for is happening because I think oftentimes like we're like in it in the moment and then like a few weeks go by and then months go by and then we don't even know if what we did, you know, prompted any real action. So I think it's important even for me because I almost forgot about it until we talked about it right now. Um Yeah. I want to make sure that, like, my call a few weeks ago was heard and um, considered, because that kind of shit shouldn't happen. And I just want to—we need to make sure that we're holding people accountable for real.
1: There's a there's a teacher shortage, so I understand there's desperation and like keeping teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a good reminder that just because. You hire a teacher because you need them. It doesn't absolve you of your responsibility for making sure that um, they're receiving appropriate coaching opportunities and support so that they're not making mistakes like this. Because, like, when I'm looking at that video, mm-hmm. like, I got really, like, secondhand embarrassment.
0: Yes. Those oh children, my God. like you said a
1: second ago or a moment ago, like, you could see there was visible discomfort yes. <laughs> from the students. Like, that's stuff you should be able to, like... Read. Read the room.
0: Read the room.
1: Read the room. This is a professional development opportunity. How to read the room is, like, <laughs> the presentation that y'all should be giving your teachers. Perhaps. Consider it. Who am yeah. I? What do I know? <laughs> uh, yes. Learning uh, opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that makes me think about how, like, we place um, automatic value to specific roles, Right. Politicians, people, any anyone who's in power, we automatically give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm. Like teachers are yeah. all cozy and cutesy. No, there's a lot of fucking racist teachers out there, man. There's a mm-hmm. lot of them, and they're clearly, uh, you know, uh, you, we have we have the future generation. Uh, learning from these people. And it is very important that we keep teachers accountable for the shit that they, they uh, are teaching our children. Yeah. And like, even, and even like anyone who's in any kind of service industry, like, and we, we talk about it, like um, the, the medical field still needs some work to do, you know, when it comes to um, patient care and how, uh, certain communities are not completely listened to and uh, yeah. regarded. Um, yeah.
1: Well, one thing I also want to say is mm-hmm. that, like, these these sort of professions where it's like you get a license mm-hmm. and you have to have a license to perform the job, mm-hmm. like um, teachers, like doctors, like you get the license, but you still have opportunities to continue learning to refine how you deliver, how you, like, perform in your profession. The teacher that we're talking about today, she got her credential in, like, early 2000s, 2003. And it's very likely that the strategy she used in that viral video, that probably wasn't the first time she did that. Oh, God. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, Just because you get your credential or your license doesn't mean that the learning stops.
0: Yes.
1: You're still responsible for, like, making sure that you're keeping up with the times, making sure that the strategies that were once in place that trained you, like, still are relevant. Yes. So, call to action to, like, professional programs, teacher credential programs i guess medical (laughs) programs as well yeah any 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 program that delivers a license at the end where the job profession but where the profession is actually like working with other people actually no like any profession
0: yes any profession you you
1: need to continue like practicing the craft
0: yes check out your best practices y'all every year and make sure that it it is inclusive and anti-racist please
1: yes please yes please anyway Anyway. (laughs) this is a good opportunity for us to take a quick break yes so if you're listening to this episode you want to grab a drink or something go grab a drink and come back we'll be right back Welcome back. Do
0: you have your pumpkin spice latte with you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pumpkin spice season. Well, you know, Starbucks is not doing the pumpkin spice anymore, I've heard.
0: Oh, they're not?
1: I think they're they're transitioning to apple pie or like apple cinnamon or something.
0: Oh my God. Which I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at it either, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be if they're just finding this out.
1: (laughs) Oh, also, like, I don't work for Starbucks, so, like, that could be completely wrong. (laughs) Um, So, uh, in the spirit of, like, the happy things about this holiday, Mm -hmm. um, Thanksgiving is also about, you know, expressing gratitude, reflecting on things that you're thankful for. So, Crystal, name three things that you are thankful for this year.
0: I am grateful for um the many opportunities that this year that have allowed me to find peace mm-hmm. and not all of these opportunities were easy breezy, but I feel like i'm I'm continuing continuing to come to a place of of just real genuine self-acceptance. And mm. I love that for myself. <laughs> I
1: love that for you too. Yeah. It's a good journey to be on.
0: Yeah. I like I'm so Dgaf. Dgaf. I feel like such a cool kid.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to practice that more myself. Yeah.
0: I there's so many more things that I don't give a fuck about like impressing you. Not Do you too, think that's part
1: no, of just being, like, in your 30s at this point?
0: I'm sure that's part of it. But I, I've yeah. also acknowledged um, through therapy as well mm. and just my everyday interactions with people, like, my how I teach and how I am and how, like, just, like, when I have networking opportunities, like how am, like, what am I doing? I'm mm-hmm. just observing how much of a people pleaser I have been my entire life. And, of course, that stems from a lot of, like, childhood traumas.
1: <laughs> which, like, everybody has childhood trauma, which is, like, crazy.
0: Yes. And I and we, think... like,
1: pass it along to, like, younger people. Like, childhood trauma just – that's, like, one of the things that we inherit <laughs> –
0: which yes. is crazy. Like we
1: it just never goes away. It just
0: never goes away unless you say, oh, Hey, man. I've had childhood trauma and I need to fix it because it's, uh, seeping into my everyday life and, and, um, how I view myself and how I view the world and how I interact with people and how I navigate mm-hmm. my professional life, et cetera, et cetera. It, it bleeds into everything. And I, I'm glad I'm on this journey and I'm grateful for um, the work that I'm doing with my therapist to just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, you you better fucking, if you, if you can't take me as I am, I'm no longer going to shape shift and make you feel comfortable. Because why? Especially if you are in a place where you're not, you know, engaging with me in a respectful, kind, introspective way. Like, I just don't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. I just don't. It it takes up too much of my energy and time, and it makes me sad. For what? Because I need your acceptance for some reason? Guess what? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't care. I will get the... The love and the full acceptance for who I completely am from the people who are um, worthy of it and see my mm-hmm. worth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, like, I'm... the question was name three things. Okay. So, was that just the one, or that was that, the like, one? That's one.
0: <laughs> okay. 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 Okay.
1: Okay. Um,
0: okay. I'm grateful for. I'm always grateful for Michael because, like, he's also on this journey with me and. I'm really just so grateful for the kind of marriage that we have because Mm. it's not just like, oh, we're like, we love each other and it's like cutesy and blah, blah, blah. It's like we really work at our relationship. And it's it goes through ups and downs and we're discovering so much more about one another and like, (laughs) you know, on a very deep level that I feel makes us stronger and it makes us grow into individuals who are proud of ourselves and one another in a very Mm -hmm. like meaningful and deep way. And I'm really thankful that we have the strength as a couple because it's not easy work to do this. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that we have the strength as a couple to really like dig into this, this identity of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I love it. And it's yeah, I don't think that um, a lot of people are in for that deep ride. You know, but I'm glad that Mike is. So I'm really grateful for that. We have so many really um, interesting conversations on the daily about like our growth as as individuals and as ourselves in so many different spaces. And mm-hmm. it's cool. Like, I'm just like, yeah, man, let's go. Let's do, life. <laughs> do um, life. Let's do life.
1: It's How long have you all been married at this point?
0: two and a half years wow yeah Yeah. time flies time really flies yeah and I'm grateful uh, for us I'm grateful for this podcast I'm grateful that um, you know people are are tuning in and getting into these conversations with us Um, shout out to my boss Corey Oh, uh, we've had shout out Corey. Yeah. Shout we've out. had a, we've had some really great conversations because he's tuned in and he's like called me and like, we've talked about things or he's emailed me and like, it's, it's really cool that we can have this dialogue and I'm glad that we Dustin, you and mm-hmm. I are um, bringing up these issues and highlighting these amazing people in our community. And It just it always leaves me so energized and excited for our community and what's to come. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer.
0: (laughs) Good answer. Good
1: answer. Love it.
0: What about you, Boo?
1: Um, let's see. I'm thankful for myself.
0: Yes.
1: I'm fucking thankful for myself. Um because similarly, I've had many years of like seeking approval feeling like I need to seek approval from other people. Mm -hmm. And like, I've learned in recent years, I guess to, to uh, quote something Crystal has said, it's like everything that you need is within you. And I'm like really practicing that. I'm like, yes, people in your community are important, but also practice loving yourself.
0: Yes.
1: So I'm thankful for myself.
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) I love that
1: me too um, I'm thankful for the people who have participated in this show they're giving their time their energy and their network to make sure that uh, Mesearch is a successful podcast mm-hmm. um, to make sure that the topics that we bring up are continuing to be discussed and there's like something about sharing knowledge that is very very special Mm-hmm. Um, especially for like marginalized communities there's like barriers to access or yeah barriers to access to information in general mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy that the people that we bring on are so gracious in giving the information in their brain because other people might charge and like they don't they're just happy to share and I yeah. love that oh. yeah yeah we are, um, so <laughs> yes, dude, we are so
0: blessed.
1: Yes, dude, we're so blessed.
0: Thank you um, to our guests for real. Yeah, man. All like, yeah. Damn.
1: And let's see what else. What else am I thankful for? Oh God, so much to be I know. so much to be grateful for. I am thankful for technology that it has allowed us to remain connected. This past year Mm. um, when we have been forced to be isolated and quarantined. Yeah. Um, We have been able to do some amazing things with like, and this is like a privileged part of like Mm -hmm. us in in our life at this point. Like we're very privileged to have... The technology and the means to stay connected with other human beings to be able to work from home mm-hmm. um, and all of that combined has has created opportunities for us to do some amazing things in yeah. a time that 's really shitty twenty twenty yeah. and twenty twenty one I mean, everyone, like, 2020, we've always said it's, like, we agree it's, like, pretty crappy. But 2021 is, is not far off as far as, like, being crappy. We've <laughs> yeah. had a lot of amazing things happen in 2020 and 2021. But, like, as a whole, there were some really, like, crappy moments. Yeah. God. So So, um, those are a few things that I'm thankful for. There's so many other things to mention. But um, for... The sake of this conversation in this particular episode i'll leave it there
0: oh i love yeah. this i love your things that you're grateful for
1: thanks and also i'm grateful for you I
0: mean, needless, needless to say
1: needless to say <laughs> um so my final question before we say goodbye to the masses um what is one thing that you are incredibly excited to eat on Thanksgiving?
0: Okay, just one,
1: just one. Oh my god! You have god. to pick just one, Crystal. Okay, oh my I swear god. to God. If you
0: pick more <laughs> I <than> know. One, <laughs> I always break the rules for this. I always do. Always, okay. Um, so. <sighs> This is kind of going with like the, how I'm decolonizing Thanksgiving and last year. Mm-hmm.
1: Tell me, tell me. Yes.
0: Last year I said, why the fuck am I just making you know, um, the so-called traditional dishes, right? Mm-hmm. That I do every year. And okay, the impetus of me making Thanksgiving dinner, if I, I don't know if I mentioned this last year or in season one, but I started making Thanksgiving dinner, um, for friends. I had like my first friends giving, um, because I was just so tired of having Filipino food for Thanksgiving because I didn't think that it was American enough.
1: Ugh, what a B word. I
0: know. What a freaking <laughs> B word. Like, Crystal Tugati, um, oh, you're a 16-year-old. Your 16-year-old self was so self-hating and so colonized, right? <laughs> Ick. Um, you know that question, like, sometimes that we ask our, our guests, like, what would you tell your young self? Yeah. In this moment, yeah. I'd be like, bitch, you better fucking love your Filipinoness, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't. <laughs> like, you don't. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I started just making more, quote-unquote, American food. Um, but as an adult, um, now, now, um, okay. in my 30s, um, being American is also being Filipino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why do I need to subscribe to White America When America is not white America, it is everyone America. (laughs)
1: Uh
0: And we are part of the narrative. Um, Thanksgiving is uh, based in very colonized, white-centered tradition. But if we are to practice uh, this this idea that America is for everyone... Um, being Filipino is that being Filipino is American and, um, I'm no longer making white Thanksgiving food (laughs) 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 and I am injecting, I am making sure that my spread is Filipino and Filipino flavors have a place on a Thanksgiving spread. So am I making Did I make a sinigang crested turkey last year? Fuck yeah, I did. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this
0: year, I'm going to experiment in the lab, which is my kitchen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to make a ginataang turkey.
1: Okay. But not- I don't know what that is, but-
0: yeah, I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, so it's it's going to be um it's going to be inspired by Ginataang Manok, which is uh, a coconut-based uh chicken Filipino chicken dish. But uh, and it has uh, you know papaya, green papaya and stuff. So mm-hmm. somehow I'm going to try to find dehydrated green papaya. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) That's, like, my my goal, and I think I might brine our bird in coconut milk, also get some, like, dehydrated coconut or, like, coconut flake situations, Mm -hmm. and kind of concoct this coconut green papaya crust on my bird.
1: So you're going to make a whole, like, a whole turkey?
0: Uh, I might do a chicken, because it's just me and Mike, but... um, Got it, Okay. A whole bird. A whole bird, yeah. Okay, because
1: a lot of times when I think of, like, Filipino food, I think of, like, soups and stews. Mm-hmm. So, it's not going to be a soupy, stewy thing. You're actually no. going to make, like, a roast chicken. Yes. But with those same flavors.
0: Yes. It, it, it's,
1: you said yinatang?
0: Yeah. So, it's, it's... Is that
1: typically a stew?
0: Yes, it's typically okay. a stew, but I'm going to... Just like the sinigang, it's usually a soup. I, yeah. I made it dry.
1: Okay. So you're gonna like put all this the same sort of spices on that chicken. Yeah. On that chicken.
0: Yeah. Yes. So that's the So that's that's
1: what you're like super excited about. I love that you're experimenting.
0: Yeah. You know, like I've spent so many years in my laboratory, um, Mm -hmm. following recipes, following especially uh white recipes. (laughs)
1: Uh, uh uh
0: so um i'm not gonna do that anymore (laughs) Uh uh and i'm making my own shit like last year i i made my the nancy's i tried to figure out her recipe for filipino spaghetti and i figured it out and like that was the most one of the most joyous moments um i think in my 30s because like i didn't get I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't place enough value on Filipino food as a kid. Clearly, mm-hmm. and she passed away in two thousand nine, and she passed away with all of her culinary secrets. But she was my inspiration to want to cook, and it's just like I don't want to keep losing these things, you know. And uh, I'm not going to lose it on Thanksgiving anymore.
1: Are you going to write a book, recipe yeah. book?
0: Maybe I. I mean I don't know. I I have a. I Dude, have my... you should. No, oh, maybe I should. Okay. You should. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you can make a digital thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. If you want to do it small, but like monetize that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I could just start these are my really own cool restaurant. Things
1: like the the stuff that you're describing to me. I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. like I would love to like eat that i don't know if i if i were to cook or follow the the recipe like i don't know that it would taste the same or come out the same just because like you have uh more talent in that area than me um but like fuck dude's gonna gonna taste good
0: (laughs) i hope so i'm pretty nervous about this one because like i i honestly tried looking up like dehydrated green papaya because i don't have a dehydrator and i'm not trying to get one right now <laughs> mm. so i'm hoping i can achieve that and if not i'm going to have to find some other way to incorporate green papaya somehow into this bird because it's a it's a pertinent ingredient in ang manok. so
1: mm-hmm. we'll see maybe you can like blend it up and put it in the gravy or something i don't know
0: yeah yeah yeah, we'll figure it. I'm yeah. going to be I'm going to be uh testing things out in the next few weeks. So I'll keep it posted.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. See, so look at me like giving you some shitty ideas to play with.
0: No, no, that was <laughs> no. That was good. If I can't find dehydrated papaya, like maybe like a paste might work. Maybe. Yeah. There's not there's if if there is anything we learn in this podcast, Mm-hmm. There is more than one way to do something. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, then again, I'm not. I am not a cook. I'm an eater, but <laughs> I'm not like a cooker. But um, it sounds like it might be good. No, it like yeah, it I'm. good.
0: I'm going to try that out, Boo. Like, thank you for the okay. suggestion
1: okay Stuff downplay right. yourself no 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 uh no worries if if it doesn't work out okay yeah i'll let you Sorry.
0: know because like i mean the <laughs> you D- can just text
1: me and be like hey that that shit didn't work
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think it i think that's like a viable option for sure because yeah i think that could work i think that might okay. be interesting
1: okay well keep me posted yeah let i'll me keep know. you posted let me know
0: what about you bill what about you
1: um gosh well for thanksgiving my partner's brother is gonna cook ew um and he's like a trained chef (gasps) oh my god and they he usually does like the traditional like thanksgiving stuff maybe some like filipino things but i'm pretty sure the spread is gonna be mostly like traditional american Mm -hmm. not to say like that traditional american food is uh doesn't taste good it's definitely gonna freaking kick ass um but uh I don't know what the menu is going to be, so I'm not sure what to be excited for. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be pie mm-hmm. and or cheesecake. And I always am the type to be like, let me just start with the desserts so that you can always make sure you've got room. If you start with the desserts, you never not have room for desserts.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So,
1: um... I'm almost certain there will be cheesecake and pie, and that is what I am excited for.
0: <laughs> uh, do you know? Do you, uh, do you have any idea what kind of pie he might be making? Um, if it is, I a pie. think last
1: year they did. I think last year he did like pecan pie. <laughs> Was um, that the beginning
0: of your love for pecan pie?
1: You know, it might have been. Ooh, it okay. might have been. Yeah, he uh, work. He's a teacher, and he teaches cooking at like a middle school or a high school and they do um, like a fundraiser program where they like bake cheesecake and pie for the community to like raise funds for the cooking program.
0: That's amazing. I think it's
1: like last, last year or the year before that, like he had a bunch of cheesecake and pie like made by the students.
0: Ooh.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited for you.
1: I'm excited too. Like I cannot wait to eat. Um in preparation for all of that, I am trying to exercise a little bit more frequently. Crystal and I are trying to do a photo shoot for this podcast. Uh <laughs> we trying to look cute, so stay tuned for that also.
0: Yeah. But you know what, Boo? <laughs> We're cute what? at What's up? anyway. We're cute oh, at yeah, 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 anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. Yes, we do look cute.
0: We are so I mean
1: cute. I just want my clothes to fit like <gasps> yeah, primarily. You yeah, know what that's I, mean? like, I I ain't trying to buy new clothes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Don't get it twisted, y'all. We're not fat phobic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just trying to be frugal here. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't I yeah, I can't fit into <laughs> it's like where are my stretchy pants and that's all I've been wearing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I have purchased a lot more stretchy things in recent months. So, I'm like, this is practical.
0: Yeah, you know, it this is, is practical. practical. It's like, yeah. I wish jeans were more like elastic waistband.
1: <laughs> you can get, like, <laughs> pants that look like denim. Uh-huh. And that are elastic. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I th- know. <laughs> no, I
0: thought I thought you were going to say more. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, I, no. I, that is it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I I like the... I like the uh, the texture. The feeling of the denim, feeling like real of, denim. Yeah. So and it's just, it's so tight. <laughs> like yeah. if there's no give and I'm not trying to wear, I don't want to wear stretchy, stretchy jeans, but like, but I might have to all like for the rest of my life. But, <laughs> but you know, that would you be. Know, the, and the,
1: stretchy pants, like they, they look cute.
0: They do look cute. The millennials say no. I mean the the Gen, Gen Zers say no. But you know what? Whatever.
1: Gen Z they don't like they don't like stretchy pants?
0: No. I mean I I will say that I do have some like high-waisted jeans and mm-hmm. fortunately enough I have one pair of jeans that can fit over my waist. <laughs> okay. And All right. um yeah, it does get a little bit tight, but like I just want I want to wear my other jeans that I bought many years ago.
1: (laughs) Me too. I've got like a bunch of like size 32 pants, like 32 waist in my um, closet. I should just... I should just get rid of those. It's never happening. I know.
0: I keep. I keep. <laughs> it's like,
1: to- I'm not 25 anymore, y'all. I'm not 25.
0: I know. I have like these. I have some Levi Levi's jeans that I got on sale. I think it was like for a Black Friday sale many moons ago, mm-hmm. and they have not been worn, and they're still in my closet, and I'm still waiting to wear them. <sighs> and they're nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have nice clothes with tags. Also,
0: we'll get there but, though. Yeah, and hopefully. also, like, I'm. I want us to be healthy and have all of our organs be good to go. Cause I want us to get old. Yeah, and like, and be mobile.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. I with gotcha. not as
0: many medicines to take.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a healthy old person.
0: Yeah, I wish you healthy oldness. <laughs>
1: Me, I I wish you healthy oldness. Thank you. I wish everybody listening to this podcast many years of old and health. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Old health. Old Old health.
0: Old healthiness. Old, old,
1: old. Yeah. Old healthiness. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And with that, I want to say thank you again to Crystal. Thank you again to our guests on this podcast. Thank you again to the listeners. Um, Crystal, give us a final goodbye.
0: Happy Decolonized Thanksgiving.
1: (laughs) Happy Decolonized Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) All right, y'all. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening search is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti.
0: Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy MeSearch, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Also, make sure to check us out at MeSearchPodcast.com and follow us at MeSearchPodcast.
0: We're going to get to the bottom of things. This
1: is MeSearch, folks. Woo!